Devin Bramble, welcome to Guilty Pleasure Personals. Thank you for having me, man. Excited to be here. Dude, I'm so happy to have you. How's uh, how is the train ride? I love trains. Go uh, to pretty good, episode. man. People are on the train again, which sucks. Um, I don't know why there's a virus out there. I don't care. I'm still on the train, but I'm definitely interested in scaring people off the train because it was awesome when it was empty. Now there are people on it again. Uh, Same thing like, with the highways, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a like while, it was like only comedians and nurses. Yeah, people are out again. It it sucks. Um, but yeah, not bad, man. I didn't have it. Normally, I'm drinking on the, the train, but I did not. Uh, and that's that's always a bummer. Being on the train sober is always, it sucks. But uh, I persevered through spirit and gumption. Unless you got the train damage, like me. <laughs> and you just love trains so goddamn much that you're just like, you're just like, yeah, we're rolling now. These baby. aren't trains that transform in anything, you know, though. These trains. No, the, just the, the train obsession actually superseded. <laughs> that that was a Thomas thing. So you've, <laughs> you, you know? followed the traditional autism path. <laughs> the, the traditional <laughs> yeah, sure did. trajectory of autism interests. Trains, transformers, yep. stand-up comedy. Right into it. Podcasts. Yep. <laughs> right. And we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, indie, uh, well, what did, how did you describe when, I was going to say um, indie rock, but yeah, I would just, rock. I would say like indie rock and like indie pop and just like alternative music in general, but like uh there's a lot of alternative music man like i mean i, I listen to a lot like a pretty broad array of music mm-hmm. and a lot of that is an alter- alternative music but there's different types of alternative that's why a lot of times when you'll say like like indie rock and people will be like oh there's this band that like isn't signed to a major label or something and i'm like that's not necessarily what i'm i'm talking yeah. about a particular uh i don't know what you'd call it i wouldn't necessarily call it a genealogy but style. Like, yeah yeah like coming out of like you know lo-fi in the 80s like dinosaur jr that sort of thing mm-hmm. then into the 90s with like uh pavement and that sort of sound and then like you know the 2010s when it kind of exploded into to a whole array of of, of different things yeah i was gonna say it, it's such an interesting subgenre because uh, taken literally does not describe yeah, a variety yeah. of music. It's, it's just yeah, if, yeah, if a yeah. rock band is not signed with a major label. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily yeah, yeah there's it's like a funny. specific type of sounds. Yeah. Um and of course like like any other thing, it's like colors. Mm-hmm. Like they when you get when you have like the big mat of colors, they like overlap with each other. Sure. So there's like influences that they go in and out of. Um, yeah, if there's like yeah. 12 characteristics that I think of when I think of indie rock, you maybe need like six or eight of them and you fill that. But it could yeah. be any of those. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. Like you'll and there's still a get variety and things are kind of connected yeah. and not. Yeah, 100%, man. But, um, so what's uh what what's your favorite right now? What what are you what are you on? So the reason why I'd say it's a guilty pleasure, right? Okay. Because uh, I, I listen to a lot of new music and I do try to keep up with music and listen to more, but I definitely fell into this trap that I always said I would never do where I listen to the same bands and the same albums that I listened to from high school mm-hmm. over and over and over again, even to the point where like there were bands that came out like when I was in late high school, right? Like, uh, like Tokyo police club, for instance, uh, and I listened a lot to their first like three albums, but they've made tons of albums since, and I have not listened to them. 
And there's a lot of bands for me like that where they in the decade since I really stopped following it, a whole bunch of uh, song, you know, a whole bunch of bands have come out and new albums have come out. Uh, but I'm just still listening to the same like songs that I was walking to high school to over and over again, like the same frequency, but like kind of old stuff. But um, I'd say like classics for me is like uh, pavement. Okay. Like pavement is like uh, like right out of like lo-fi of the nineties, uh, like well, like late eighties, early nineties, where like he he's basically talking on a song, like he's melodically hmm. talking, right? Um, and they're using a lot of like you know flows that aren't necessarily uh, conventional. Um, they sometimes I wouldn't necessarily say like like border on hip hop per se, but there are some pretty complex ways that they like maneuver around uh, lyrics that mm. uh, a lot of people you know hadn't done up to that point. I mean, there's a, a bunch of other bands that you know fall into this umbrella as well. Sure. I actually saw Pavement. They did a reunion uh, tour because uh, they they disbanded for a long time, and then they did a reunion tour, and I got tickets. Uh, and that was the first concert that I ever went to, uh, and it was nice. super dope. It was in Central Park. Um, it was in one of those like where they do the shows in Central Park, which are always yeah dope. the the sum- summer stage. Yeah, it was at the summer stage. Yeah, summer stage is always dope. <laughs> I saw Dispatch there a few years ago, and they're awesome. saying they say at the concerts they're like, oh, and it's so good we could put on these free concerts for New York City, and I was like. 20 bucks for these tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they're, and yeah. I'm just not thinking you could just be in Central Park really close yeah, and you totally hear everything. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're checking tickets, so it's more like you can hang around the periphery. Like, mm-hmm. you can skulk around the edges and catch a concert. But there's not. it's not like that much space. So you could definitely hear everything easily yeah. right outside of it. Um, yeah, yeah man, that's a good that was, time. That was a pretty dope concert. That was the first concert. <laughs> people were smoking weed and i was like holy shit man people are just smoking weed <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it was so fun <laughs> it's funny thinking back on it where i was it like blew my mind i was like yo man we're in the middle of the park there's police everywhere and i was like <laughs> yo the police aren't doing shit and that was the first time i experienced you know with this like five cops 30 feet away and people are just blazing up and they're kind of just like yeah whatever uh just letting it go that was the first time i ever really experienced that I, I, this nice. is late too i was probably about 18 Oh wow! Time I went to my first concert. Yeah, um, I guess I, you consider my con- you could consider my first concert. I guess thematically indie rock. Again, they're definitely not independent. It was it was supposed to be the fray at Jones Beach yeah, Theater. Yep, but they, they fall got rained out. <laughs> so I didn't even get to fucking see it. <laughs> I saw at at Jones Beach Theater one time. I saw Wilco, which is another uh, is a great mm-hmm. Wilco is like alternative country, but again, that's why they like they sort of. Are, are like I, that's why I'm not necessarily just talking about indie rock. Mm-hmm. It's like indie pop, alternative country, and there's a lot of bands that like you know transcend a lot of those genres. But I saw Wilco yeah. and Bob Dylan was there, and he was Ooh. incomprehensible. And this is the <laughs> first time. It's the first time that I'd ever been. <laughs> the first time I've ever heard Bob Dylan like ever. Like I knew who he was the first time I heard him, and yeah. I knew how legendary he was and how right. many people loved him. And then he got up and was like, "Yeah, but everyone was losing their minds," and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" It's like that on the recordings, too. It's just... It's- I was also like, I was the only black guy there that wasn't the wife of some white guy. I mean, the only <laughs> black person there that wasn't the wife of some white guy. There were a couple of black wives scattered in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it was just me. Um, 
Uh, that's something that'll happen at Indie Rock things too a lot. You'll definitely get a lot of I'm the only black person there. Whenever I'm the only of one, whenever I'm the only of one group, I always go, what if they all turn into zombies? <laughs> I'll think that, but not just about that. I'll think that about a lot of stuff. Like I'll be like, my my mom is like all sisters, right? So I'll like be with with like a bunch of my aunts or something and i'll be like well what if there was like a virus and all the women in this room turned into a zombie <laughs> I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be like i'd be screwed i'm the only guy here it's like me and there's another four-year-old dude what are we supposed to do and i'll think that at concerts all the time i'm like i hope all the white people here don't turn into zombies because uh i would be fucked <laughs> I love how we- you're just like yeah, white white zombies are they're going after me first. I'm, I'm, just, I'm it's like it's just a hypothetical, right? Like what if something were to happen? I'm not saying they were going to turn around yeah. and be like, let's get that guy, but like if there was some sort of weird M Night Shyamalan esque movie premise. Mm. But I think about it all the time. Sometimes I'd be like, when I was a kid, I used to be like, uh, if all the adults in the room turned into zombies right now, like how would the kids that are in here right now fare? Like I do that, I do that <laughs> scenario with a bunch. Of, I'll just pick a you know a subsection of a group of people in a place and be like what if they all just there was a virus there's something in their <laughs> dna and it turned them all feral right now what uh how 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 would it work out uh, a lot of the times poorly i love how you have that like like that military like ex-military like if shit goes down how do i get out of here <laughs> but it's just like like pop culture hey, version man. of that like if everybody's zombies <laughs> what are the kids gonna do <laughs> i'm a big exit person in general man that's definitely me i get into a room and i identify exits yeah it's, I'm always it's watching the exit seeing if there's people yeah. crowded by the exit I'm like can't go by that exit I gotta go by another exit um for no reason nothing has ever happened i'm just a paranoid weirdo <laughs> i'm right there with you honestly man just 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 it's just worth knowing yeah it's just if worth i gotta knowing. make a quick escape you know yeah. i guess because there was like when i was young there was uh, and i guess things like this happen all the time but there was that uh remember that that concerts where it caught on fire and people couldn't get out of the door because they were like jammed in it uh, you might because you're like a little bit younger. You might you might have been it might be out of your uh you know memory. But you're giving me Metalocalypse vibes, but no. <laughs> there was like some sort of concert, and um and like all the en- exits were blocked except one, and all the people trying to get out that one exit, they like you know jammed themselves in it, and people couldn't get out, and there were a lot of deaths. Oh and I God. guess hearing that as a kid, I was like, I gotta make sure I know not only where <laughs> the exits are, but like where the configurations of people are. Like I need to find. The, the exit with the least uh, attention at that moment. Uh, again, for no reason. See, for me, it's the it's the antisocial gamer in me. <laughs> That's just like if I if I need to like execute an escape strategy, at least I'll be <laughs> at least I'll be pre thinking about it, so I'm not improvising. That's always what it comes down to. Is I'd prefer not to improvise if I'd uh, if I have the choice. Because I am not that's, an improviser. That's, that's funny. You've seen my lack of crowd work. <laughs> no, that's not bad, man. That's not bad. Oh, I had my best, uh, my best Steve Rocco Perello jab ever. Last <laughs> what night. did he, What did he say? And it was, you know, what it was, man. It was one of those times when all the boys are outside, you know, vaping or whatever, and I'm <laughs> just sounds, like, you bastards. For people who are not a part of this, it sounds so lame. <laughs> like I love it. I love it yeah. to death. 
people well he was on the show people i yeah i can refer to previous episodes he's in the episode art with his his black uh outfit and do-rig and and the overcoat and his eeyore tattoo but i i I wore me like you know the boys hanging out at the mic everybody's (laughs) outside it sounds like who are you no i'm I'm working on my i know know exactly what you mean i know exactly no of course there's a open mics always have an ebb and flow of people going outside to smoke and coming back inside it's always like cresting (laughs) and breaking like a wave and when if you get your set in the middle of one of those low points especially if it's later on in the night yeah people are fatigued Mm -hmm. like everybody's outside there's like two people i get what you mean you're like this is bullshit I know what you mean 100%. Especially since the way you've been waiting and yep. everyone's everyone's outside and you're like, come the fuck on. But the best is when it's your friends and then like they come back in and I'm like, yo, Tardo, you messed the, you missed my best Steve Rocco jab ever. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's like, no. So I was, I'm working on resting bitch face material because uh-huh. I sure have one. <laughs> and Steve, you know, as the host, he throws more comments than the rest yeah. of us in the audience do sometimes to great effect sometimes not you know it's just the, the roll of the dice but i forget what he said and i was like yeah steve you'd know you got resting bitch outfit <laughs> and like <laughs> when you get that That's deep really zach zorovich laugh you're like you know you've done good crowd work <laughs> That's funny dude his episode was fun he did fifa soccer I can see that. And it was both microtransactions in the video games and, you know, the the female athletes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sex episode, all right. Yeah, go that's, check that out that's after sex this one. episode. That's hysterical. So back to the topic of show that I've I've cursed myself with. You yeah. said that you feel guilty that you don't uh broaden your horizons. That you, yeah, you or even like listen to new stuff that those bands have put out. Which I would consider broadening, yeah, broadening, because yeah, yeah, like you yeah, know they're yeah, they're yeah. gonna change yeah. with, with yeah yeah time. yeah they're gonna expand their yeah. sound and take it in different directions yeah but a lot of the time I'm just like ah there's a certain because they attach to like certain moments in your life and you remember certain elements and they work yeah. as like you know they're like soundtracks in the background of of when certain things happens um, but yeah and and I went through multiple phases too like when I first started uh, basically how it started was I didn't really like. Now I listen to all types of stuff. When I was a kid, I didn't really like listen to music, listen to music. Same. Like my parents played like R&B and soul and reggae around the house and like some hip hop and stuff. And I listened to a lot of that. But I wouldn't necessarily call it a, call myself a fan of it back then. Like uh, like Franklin Beverly and Mays and the Isley Brothers, uh, people like that. Now I consider myself massive fans of Luther Vandross. Now I consider myself a massive fan. But back then I didn't really. Uh, and my friend would bring like right when, right when I was first really making like friends in middle school, like late middle school, early high school. Damn, you had friends in middle school. Fuck. Yeah, man. I had see, I had like <laughs> loose, I had loose, uh, uh, like clicks. Because mm-hmm. in okay, so <laughs> it's weird. I, I, and I looking back on it, I didn't think that they were my friends back then out of like low self-esteem like i didn't consider yeah. myself a part of the group sure but i definitely was mm-hmm. uh but essentially uh, a couple of friends of mine started a cartooning club in uh in middle school that we went to a lot and it was supposed to be this <laughs> so they roped in this art teacher 
under the guise of essentially saying we're going to be learning to draw cartoons but it essentially just became an anime club we were just hanging out anime watching, indie rock yeah, watching <laughs> anime, yeah and those those are two and that's why i bring it up those two yeah. are like anime and indie rock are like two uh two halves of a whole for me of like sure. a whole massive era of my childhood it was just listening to indie rock and downloading torrents in the middle of the night uh, <laughs> but uh but my one of my cartooning club friends used to burn this disc of uh like this mixtape of all these bands like uh the decemberist neutral milk hotel uh new pornographers the national uh apples and stereo um a, a bunch of bands like that and i got it and i started listening to them and then like band of forces was another one Ooh. and then i kind of uh band of forces is dope and oh, yeah. i kind of uh i expanded from there uh i had weird habits when i I used to, um, when I was into a band, like when I listened to a band and I really liked one song, I would download their entire discography. <laughs> uh, it was the, the entire, harder said than done back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would, I mean, I was onto Torrance, man. And with Torrance, yeah. back in that era, anything was possible. I wish I learned um, those skills back then. I was um, buying songs on iTunes for 99 cents a pop like a fucking chump. Nah, Devin. man. I've, uh, I don't think I've ever bought music in my, in my life, uh, which is a, as an artist is a rough thing to say because there's a lot of entertainment value that people provided me that I've paid zilch for. But that was like back then. I wouldn't necessarily do that now, but uh, but I still do have feel uh, all that music and I still do listen to it. But I consider that an old crime. It was like a, <laughs> it's a crime I committed in my teens. I'm not liable for it now, but I still listen to the music. Sure. No, but I, I see what you're saying about the that's cyclical because I, I found myself in a pattern like that recently where i'm just retuning into the high school hits yeah, yeah. and I, I what i hate i hate when people give you shit like a lot of people give me shit for listening to vampire weekend and not real shit it's friends making jabs but there's a lot of like oh I listened to that in middle school too. <laughs> and I'm like, I discovered them they're, in 2013. What do you like? What do you say it? Like, I just discovered it. It's still, it's still music. Yeah. You know, I, I always hate that, that, oh, I listened to that when I was in the fourth grade. It's like, well, <laughs> what? You're listening to, but that doesn't tenacious D in the fourth grade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the but fuck? also, it's like, I don't know, man. Music doesn't really expire. Like, I, exactly. You know, people continue to listen to it, especially since, like, on the flip side, I felt, like when I grew up, the 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 hip thing for people to be alternative wise on Long Island was really into like progressive rock and shit. Okay. Like I knew a lot of like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin motherfuckers uh, that were just listening to the same music their parents listened to, and who thought they were the most sophisticated <laughs> music consumers on the planet. And I was, I mean, listen, I'm a pretentious person. I'll keep it on the down. I'll keep it on the DL because being pretentious is fun. I'm not like really yeah, pretentious where I like actually think I'm better than other people because mm -hmm. it's not a concept that exists. And I don't even say that like as a platitude. It's just like, yeah. I don't, you know, everybody's going to die. And the amount of time you live is really nothing anyway. It's like a blip. So it's really like, you know, how That's the point above. of the show. Do what you want to <laughs> yeah. do. Do what you yeah. want to do. Enjoy doing it. Yeah. But uh, but I've definitely I definitely will be fun pretentious, and I definitely had a chip on my shoulder in like high school because I'm like uh, all these kids think because there was like because there's people kids who were listening to pop music, and then there's like the like I said the like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin type motherfuckers 
uh, that are like, well, I'm better than those kids because I listen to the real alternative stuff. And I'm like, eh, you're just listening to the music that your dad took you fishing to. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually listening to the real cutting edge shit. Like, I was definitely fucking super pretentious about it. And I listen, I, I listen and adore the music that I listen to with my parents uh, and some music that they listen to with their parents. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but I was, I definitely came at it uh, from that angle. Um, sure. Uh, back then so um well when you first said indie rock yeah as a as a topic the the type of uh, cultural not real personal guilt because again it's not like we're listening to indie rock and like our brains are getting melted yeah 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 but, there's nothing actually so it's the cultural about it like perception it oh, man i, I was I saying, I I was saying it earlier yeah. it's like you put it on in a car with people who are into pop or dad rock or just you know progressive rock and there's this whole like why are we listening to a scrawny white guy whine into a microphone like what are you are you about, are you gonna kill yourself brandon is that why you're listening to the shins are you okay and it's like that would the, the new slang's a great song the, dude when my uh apartment warming party for the the last place i was in mm-hmm. when we were all playing rock band and uh and new slang came on. You're like, oh shit! I didn't know this was this kind of party. That was one of my favorite Devin Bramble moments in like a while. Just seeing you get pumped to to new slang. I love I, the Shins band. They're great. That happened to me a lot with like with rock bands and guitar here in the same way that I would choose like, and it wouldn't because all my friends were like that. Here's the thing: I didn't necessarily deal with that because like all my friends were like indie rock people. Sure. So if anything. It was different when I got into like certain types of like rap. Like when I really got into that, that's another episode for a different day. We should do a trap episode. Um, <laughs> but I get into a lot of like trap and a, a lot of like southern rap and stuff like that. Okay, it was a lot harder to make that transition where they're like, "This isn't a skinny white guy moaning. This is a black guy yelling about bricks." Uh, <laughs> I, I could see that being the uh, like the inverse if you're in yeah. an, if you're in an indie rock crowd yeah. for sure. Yeah. Or even like you liking something on the radio, like yo, man, if you used to, <sighs> man, I'm such. A... I mean, I and I I do this this day, man, because I I can be I can definitely be very pretentious, uh, uh, quiet as it's kept, um, and not so quiet for some people. Like if you know them, <laughs> uh, or, or or if they really know me, rather, like if I like a song and it's played in a commercial, it's like kind of ruined for me, and like okay. nothing is better than someone putting on a song and you beginning to be like, ugh, I heard this on the radio. Like I will definitely <laughs> hit that. Like I grew up around those types of people, man. Uh where people are like, oh didn't isn't this on the radio? Didn't I hear this in a car commercial? Like I grew up around and and was not saying I was outside of it. I grew up and was a shiny example of that type of person. Even now, like I, I have a I have a friend, uh my boy Jeremy, who's really into movies. Uh, Jeremy that I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout and out to a Jeremy. lot of the uh, a lot of the music that he listens to is from movies, and I'm always clowning on him about it, <laughs> nonstop. Whenever he puts on music, I'm like, oh, what movie is this from? And it it is always from a movie, so it's funny. He's always like, hey man, fuck you. It wasn't one of the James Bond stuff. <laughs> did you happen to catch my my last solo episode? I did. Uh, the topic was slightly stupid. Nah. All right, mark it down. You're not coming back. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was just a few cancellations, so I just decided to do a solo yeah, episode. Because I, I love... Are you familiar at all? 
with the band Slightly Stupid? No. So they... I'm retarded, man. I thought you just meant being slightly <laughs> stupid. I was like, that's a guilty pleasure of mine, too. Just being dumb as hell. <laughs> just, like, just taking, like, one hit of the cart? <laughs> like, man, that's, I, I love, man. I know, man. Straight sober. I'll be dumb as a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I took no, a plane. They... I took a plane, yeah. <laughs> like, a couple of weeks ago. And when I was on the plane, there was a fly. And my first thought, completely sober, was... Hey man, if this plane goes down, no one's gonna cry for this fly, man. <laughs> this fly's got no family. <laughs> Are so, you kidding? Yeah. He's got like two dozen kids. Yeah, but they they don't have the sentience to mourn for him though. They won't know what happened to him that he went down in a plane crash. That might be one of the coolest ways that a fly died ever, and the grander fly community will never know. See, like if I was a fly, I would just dip and then fly safely but down. But they can't fly out of a plane. It, it would have to be moving real slow. But the, a plane is like... Yeah, it's got to move fast to stay is, up. Not only that, a plane is completely <laughs> contained. There's no free air coming in and out of a plane. No, we're talking like World like War One biplane It's not shit. like a window. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if he's on the Enola Gay, <laughs> it's flying towards Japan <laughs> with Little Man and Fat Boy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. It can just dip. <laughs> so, Slightly Stupid is probably the stoneriest band of stoner bands. I, like I do too. They uh, they consider themselves a, a big fusion of many different varieties of music, but they're definitely got one whole foot planted in reggae. Uh, I, I knew that. <laughs> and, uh, whatever. What? <laughs> interrupt you, man. <laughs> no, yeah, whatever. Whenever someone says, especially, especially if I know this band is white, <laughs> when someone says it's a mix of a lot of things, it's primarily reggae. <laughs> it's primarily reggae or it's primarily ska, which is already primarily reggae. Yeah, with horns. It's only, yeah. it's only whenever someone says, oh yeah, my band, we're like a mix of a couple of things. I'm like, this is a ska band right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. I know they got a saxophone and a goddamn trumpet. <laughs> you go, bro. They, uh, I got into them a good clip before even trying pot for the first time uh-huh. and his friends were just listening to it and yeah. i liked it yeah and it that if there's any example of a band that it or or just that whole like music as much as we we attach it to emotions and other things that aren't the music yeah like yeah i mean i was at that was one of my first live concerts was slightly stupid my buddy crowd surfed onto the stage and they the band passed him a, the joint uh, nice like they even though they fulfill that stereotype Is that the first time you ever smoked no. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> but no, that was the first night I tried dabs. That's but that's a, cool. another that's, story. Yeah, that's an entirely different story. That should be done on somebody's couch, man. That's not an outside activity. <laughs> oh, bro. I agree. That's like the crack of weed, bro. It's <laughs> not dabs. Like, Yo, I'm going to do dabs and hang out at this concert, bro. You do dabs and sit on a nigga's couch, man. Just watch SpongeBob for three hours. That's that's a dab activity. But they... Uh, yeah, I, I would put them on, and from my parents to my non-stonery friends would just always make fun of me, like, "Mom, hey, we pass you the joint, man." And I'm like, "I don't even smoke pot yet." Like, but it's just that general idea that, yeah, like music should just if you like stuff that you're not, that's not your stereotype. It just it's annoying that our culture is like, for the most part, there's this like almost stay in your lane vibe, you know. As, it's like, fuck that. As cliche as it is to say, right, uh, people like something that's, like, easily digestible. People want to see you and get what you are. And as entertainers, that's something that we have to, like, take into our acts and recognize that yeah. people, this is the first time people are seeing you, and they're only going to spend about seven minutes with you. And 
one of the biggest parts of like a joke is the context of the person saying it, right? Um, someone saying a certain joke is going to come off differently than someone else saying it, depending on who they are and, and how they say it. Um, so when you are up on stage, you've got to sell exactly who you are immediately before you even get into your jokes as the artist sure. and that's yeah, yeah and that's a difficult thing to do because we're like complex human beings so i've came i've come around on that where i never really cared about fitting into a box and i'd listen to and watch whatever yeah. and be proud of it but then you no know, same i just find it annoying I, i'm just tired yeah. of hearing it yeah but i i've gotten to a point where like for my comedy career I've like circled around that I'm now like, how can I like when I'm putting together Twitter bios or Instagram bios and stuff like that? I'm like, how can I put something here where people know precisely what I'm about, which is complicated when I might be posting about trap music or indie rock or video games or nature or <laughs> some weird thing about history that I found. Right. It's difficult uh, to try and do all those things, but then present yourself in a way that people can understand that a slap snapshot, because that's what it takes before people check out of your content Definitely. before they go. I don't get this and I'm going to have to spend some time learning. So I'm going to move on to something else. So, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying, man. It it, it definitely is annoying. Um, it's very manageable yeah. for sure. And I'm definitely, you know, where I am now in my life. You know, I've been past caring in a in a more like serious sense. But every now and then it'll still happen where you know someone. It's mostly like family at this point. It's mostly uh -huh. it's mostly family commenting on a. You know, stonery music, or or like, <laughs> or definitely like my dad's one to. You know, my dad's a he's a singer, he's a Sinatra man, he's a Ooh, he's hey. a Josh Groban man. Really? Yeah, what? dude. So the guy he, he had a piano bar. He was the singing chef when he had his restaurant. What? Yeah. Wait, what is he, he's a chef? Is that what he does now? Yeah, I yeah, man. He no, not anymore. He uh, now works in uh, wastewater treatment, so he's at the opposite end of the digestive tract. <laughs> but That's a but. Uh, yeah, he was a restaurateur for a few decades there, and yeah, his whole thing once he got his second restaurant, which was more yeah more like you know white linen and fancy yeah. and uh, yeah full piano bar. Billy Joel showed up to his restaurant nice. a whole bunch. No, 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 Billy Joel's an asshole. Back <laughs> back when he was big, it was yeah. like well, I'm sure. This, yeah, this is this is his kingdom. These are his, exactly. These we are his subjects, <laughs> it's I'm just sure. his kingdom. He treats them all as peasants uh, as he should because they bow down at his feet. That's um, not off from the stories that's the thing i i just you know i hate and you know what let's let me flip the coin to what i was saying earlier i hate i hate coming home on the long island railroad the same night as a billy joel concert at the garden because <laughs> the train is just packed with the worst white moms yeah i know and they're I, just I like puking. it though. i like okay. it because, okay you know to each their own because i like to look at them and be like you motherfuckers think you're so <laughs> <laughs> i'm just sitting there with contempt like look at you now <laughs> Dutch were so cool when you were calling the police on me because I was hanging out in the parking lot and accused me of waiting to buy <laughs> drugs. I was waiting to buy drugs, but listen, I wasn't hearing when I but No, they're drinking, they're drinking on the train home. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I I I don't I don't mind it at all. No, yeah, of course. I like shit shows, man. I love a public yeah. shit show. I love a public But there's something about being on shit show in a capsule I, with them. I'll be on yeah. the street with them. I, I walk the other way no, and I'm I, done. I, I love that, man. Like I love I love when the train <laughs> is hammered, man. 
Yeah. I love it. I I love a good drunk. It's good shit people show. watching. I feel yeah, and I also I feel so confident because it's like I'm not nearly as bad as any of these people. Normally I can be a little self conscious about my behavior and how I'm being perceived, but sure. When everyone else is fucked up, it's a situation where you don't gotta worry about anything. Um, because they're not paying attention to you, and even if they were, what the fuck are they gonna say? They're throwing up in their own bra or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold it; they won't see. They're <laughs> already on some weird shit. So I'm a, I, I can be a fan, but um, can I, I wait, can I say it real quick? Yeah, what do you got? Because I, my mind won't let it go. When you said white linen, <laughs> oh no, I thought you said white linen. <laughs> And I was like, who's Black Lennon? As I was genuinely, I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't hear about this conspiracy theory. Like, you didn't know that Lennon was originally, he was black, and they killed him, and they switched him with white Lennon. Oh, my God. I, I was like, You're I haven't like, heard wait, this wait, wait, theory, wait. Is man. Is one of them black, John? No. The Russian one? No. It's like, you know the theory that what's the name that Paul McCartney died and yeah. he's a body double? Right. This is, this is a more advanced <laughs> version now. where Lennon was originally black, and then they killed him and replaced him with a white linen. And then they photoshopped all the pictures to make him white. Uh, you're just making me, because uh, I'm such a fucking Marvel Studios fanboy, you're making me think of when the, when they first switched to, uh, they got rid of, I can't think of the actors' names, but when they swatched out uh, Rhodey. Yeah, they swatched out. Uh, he's just like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm a darker shade of brown. Get used to it. <laughs> they swapped out. Um, yeah. Uh, Terrence Howard. Name? Yeah, Terrence Howard for, for Don Cheadle. Don, yes. Yeah. I forget that it's Don Cheadle. Yeah. Because is. I think the name Don Cheadle, I'm like, he's too, he's too good for this shit. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. But uh, yeah, yeah. You see the WandaVision trailer? Yeah, I did, man. It Looks seems cool. like some spooky shit. Looks really cool. Yeah, they definitely are trying to get people to sign up for Disney Plus. I get it free with my cable, so oh, I'm rocking it. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, they need something other than Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Because I like Star Wars stuff, but not enough to get Disney Plus. Yeah. And they got they got some other like they got some old cartoons on there that are all right. Like I wouldn't get it if I wasn't already getting it free on my cable, but sometimes I'll pop over there. Yeah, it's a convenient place to be like, I want to watch Lilo and Stitch. And then it's like there <laughs> and shit like that. But there's things they don't have. They don't have like fucking uh, they don't have the Weekenders, which is my jam. I still watch the Weekenders. Um, they don't have Fillmore, which is also my jam. Fillmore is fucking dope. They're slowly filling in the catalog. Yeah. And it's like you're competing with services that have been around for like 15 years. Almost. Yeah, for sure. It's like, get on that shit. I, I mean, me and Zach and I got I think one other guy in the scene the, the there's so much to say about that mulan flick <laughs> it's just so bad and then the lead actress is like i love the concentration camps in china and you know it's just yeah, like it's just so much a, there's always so complicated. something the same thing happened with the three body problem recently i don't know if you know about that it's a very popular chinese uh it's a very popular chinese book uh no. like science fiction book Oh, it's being it's adapted. very political. Well, actually, it's 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 it is it it very much is. Okay, but that's not necessarily what it got in trouble. Netflix is doing an adaptation, gotcha. and, and and a magazine asked the creator about the like Uyghur uh, concentration camps and stuff, and he's like, "What do you want them out in the streets bombing people?" I was like, "Ooh," ugh. but I mean, whatever. I'm not, I'm not you know, it's not time to get into that. But that, yeah. that's a whole that's a whole grander thing. No, yeah, for sure. To, uh, to come full circle, I. It's cool that when you were first getting into indie rock, you know, we're saying like middle school, high school, that you were in a crowd that that was your oh, crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was all the, that was all we listened to, man. I 
I couldn't, that just was not what my friend groups were ever listening to. So it was always this like, well, I'm by myself. Time to listen <laughs> to the music that I like to listen to, you know? And, and until of course, like I got my car and I'm like, I'm subjecting you all to my tunes. Yeah. Give me like 30 minutes and maybe I'll pass the aux cord. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, that was that was more what it was like for me in, in getting into certain types of rap where it was like, I just want to listen to Walk a Flock of Flame nonstop. Like you know I what I found with rap and hip hop? I'll find like uh, only a handful of songs and just I'm really bad about that uh-huh. where I will not branch out. But I will like <laughs> yeah. like I've listened to uh, Rigor Mortis like too many times, but nothing That's else funny. by. Yeah, that was a. And what's funny is, is the, the, the end of like the golden age of like indie rock, right? Where mm-hmm. it was like from the mid, from like the 2000s into like the 2010s, like 2012, 2013 is also when like, like alternative rap really started to get popular. Like, okay. uh, like Odd Future and Flapper Zombies and Pro Era and TDE, you know, which is Kendrick's group. And they kind of supplanted uh, both in my listening and kind of in in the like popular alternative consciousness online. I definitely felt there was a major shift over to rap and hip hop uh, okay. right around that era. Sure. It, it almost sounds like a similar trend of you're almost stripping down like what on the indie rock end. It's almost like a... St- I know what I'm trying to say. You know what happens? And this happens when anything it's not all a, acoustic. Yeah. But there's definitely like part of that where it's like you take out the big production stuff and then you get indie rock. Yeah. And then you almost, you get alternative, what were you saying? Alternative rap yeah. is the right way to yeah. say it? Yeah. yeah. I, and I mean, I, 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 that's not a, I'm not saying it's genre wise. Just because okay. alternative rap is, is probably more like Aesop rock and stuff like that. Okay. But um, but I'm just talking more about rap that was where people were using flows and subject matter and stuff that was a bit different from like the era of like Fifty Cent and stuff like that. Gotcha. Like P Diddy's era, Fifty Cent's era, Jay Z's era. There was a stark change from that over to like you know Odd Future rapping, Flapper Zombies, you know Joey Badass and Pro Era, Capital Steez, uh, you know people like Mac Miller, uh, R.I.P. Uh, yeah. that that group um and there was definitely yeah there was definitely a major shift but i think that genres become like too convoluted over time that'll sometimes happen there's a golden age people start when you start diversifying a bunch and 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 they're getting really intricate and that's kind of my favorite part for a lot of genres is when they get to that point right before it gets saturated when people have diversified into so many different things that it's difficult for a new people to even know where to begin and know where to hop in. Like, I mean, I was listening to like fucking woodblocks and leaves and shit by like at a certain point when people are really going in and it's like, you know, it's difficult for people to, uh, to step into that. Cause listen, it, it took me a long time. There was a lot of songs that I heard and I was like, this is just like incomprehensible. Like this is just noise. I don't know what's going on. And sure. slowly as I listened to to more of it, uh, especially like simpler songs by those same bands and in those same genres, you start to learn the techniques and you start to learn. That it's kind of like comedy where it's as much about playing notes as it is about responding to notes that other people would have played. Right. And like breaking expectations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, in order to really get when you listen to something that's like deep genre, it's the same way with metal and anything else. When you listen to something that's like deep genre, 
you really have to like study and work your way up to it because normally by that point it's something that's like very avant-garde like mm-hmm. they're doing something very purposeful and making a statement about uh, exactly the way that they're playing and the way that right. they're performing. And you got to know what they're responding to in order to get that in order to know what that's responding to. You need to listen to another thing. So there was definitely um, bands that I love now that I listened to and I was like, this is garbage. I can't understand anything. I don't get what's going on. It just sounds like noise. Sure. Once I listen to more music in that genre, you start to be able to pick out certain things, certain you know melodies, certain types of playing, certain ways of performing lyrics and stuff, and it starts to really build to something that you can comprehend and you sort of get it. But for new people, you kind of put it on and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" There's like a deer in the background, and except for that rare occasion where it just clicks. Or but it, I agree yeah. that that yeah, when it, just, when it just slaps, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing better than a song that just slaps. How do you feel about ska? Um, I make fun of ska a lot. Me too. Because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's easy. But ska is not bad. It's yeah, fun. There's a lot I of... like like real big fish and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. ska, man. I like a nice horn. <laughs> like a exactly. Whole, it's like a horn and clarinet combo. Like I like ska, but uh, they certainly don't help themselves. But you know what? No. They're just having fun. Exactly. At a certain point. I, I, you could make fun of ska because ska people don't give a fuck. They're like the Guy Fieri's of the music world. <laughs> They're wearing shirts with flames on it and like a straw hat and Crocs, and they don't give an absolute <laughs> fuck what you've got to say. They're going to play the goddamn banjo. And you know what? All the more power to them. I I'll take a banjo hate. more than like the same horns and syncopation every <laughs> you get the horn and every song. No, one of my I'm the same way. One of my one of my best friends is a huge. It's like ska Beach Boys are nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what an odd fellow. It, yeah. I, like, I get it, but that's certainly a character. Yeah. Um, and it, it's so it's such a fun genre to make fun Does of. Does he own a pair of pants? This is just shorts. <laughs> so, no, he's guys jeans. Only jeans. Only jeans. Jeans and shorts. Adds up. No, yeah. Adds up. Yeah. Adds up. Um, but uh, ska has always been interesting to me because more than any other style like i guess i guess you'd say subset of rock based on chords and just you know yeah, stuff I know what you mean. like it uh i love making fun of that one because it's very like oh this is this is also the same song yeah. like but uh <laughs> but indie rock is very it, it's very uh, inversely all over the place in a good way like you i mean as we started recording just pulled up spotify's definition of indie rock and just a playlist that uh-huh. they put together and it's like Again, to go back to the whole like not independent bands thing, like you yeah. know, Foster the People, and yeah. which yeah. I mean, yeah. Torch is yeah. great album in that <clears throat> style, but it's I mean, Pumped and there's Up also, Kicks there's is a, a lot of uh, indie rock uh, bands or albums that get famous. Yeah, and they do get signed, but then you know they're still indie rock though. I'd love I'd love for the genre to get a band. new name eventually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know what? It's wishful diffi- thinking. The but. difficulty is the sounds are so diverse mm. that it's kind of like a dump genre. Where oh, a lot yeah. of things that don't fit into a grander, like they have their own names and stuff, but overall, uh, it's a lot of different, very varying music. Um, Much like alternative rock. Yeah, yeah. Alternative, alternative rock. rock alternative rock. When you think about it, is a dumb label. So it's like you're yeah. saying there's two types: there's rock, and then there's all the rock that's not that. That couldn't be <laughs> a good. That couldn't be a good definition. Like they couldn't sure. possibly be an efficient or accurate way to char- characterize anything. It's like if there were bugs and not bugs. 
<laughs> like that's a not bug. Like that doesn't really narrow it down. Dude, my one year of music school in college, I I asked, forgot about that. Yeah, I I do sometimes. <laughs> I I asked my professor, and the class was called musical styles. Mm-hmm. And I I asked him what his analysis because it, it was like you know like first month. I wasn't analyzing shit. Yeah. Um, I asked him his opinions on... But you are asking him to analyze things like he's a computer. Like, you're coming up to him and you're like, Professor? Kind of. No, I was I was curious as to, like, what what about... At the time, I was huge, huge Mumford & Sons guy. And I'm like, what about this is different? And it really just came down to use of banjo. <laughs> like, when you really get down to it, like, those first two albums of theirs, which is really all that should exist um yeah they really mumford and sons is a perfect example of a band that crawled up its own asshole so intensely that mm-hmm. it ceased to exist but like those it first became two a mobius so strip good. and popped i only listened to the first one okay it was all right even the second one for me was and it's not like it's not even like the the sweetness of it like the tweeness of it because mm-hmm. i listen to bands like bella and sebastian or like noah and the whale um, or even um, freelance whales, which is kind of a—they're an all right band. They're—they're—they're they're, they're a guilty pleasure. It's a pressure. great name, <laughs> freelance they're, they're, whales. They're—they're—they're—they're <laughs> they're, they're, they're all right in and of themselves. They're—they're—they're they're, they're a little bit on the nose too, but I—I—I uh, I, I enjoy some of their stuff. But yeah. But yeah. So I, I asked him, you know, I like what is what is there? he's like? This is we just did this lesson. It's rock. Look at the chords. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Look at that. It's just it's it's blues. That became rock. Yep. And I was like, okay, I'm not special. <laughs> but then I, 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 do you say the same for indie rock? Cause it's just, it's such a, I like what you said. It's a dumb genre. Yeah. It's a broad sense of things that kind of come into one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any uh, other, any other associated guilt with it or, uh, because really, that I, I think we hit the major bases. Yeah, uh, for man. you was like really not wanting the, to expand outwardly. Yeah, really hit the mark, and I do, man. Like I'll put the caveat on that I do listen to new music, sure, and I do explore new things. But there's definitely always the siren call of listening to you know Neutral Milk Hotel's <laughs> debut album. You know something, something silly? You know like how that. I found out about them? What? Parks and Rec, April Ludgate. <laughs> really? Wow. That's, I just that's, I just never came on my radar, and then she just man, said that band name, Neutral and I was like, Milk wow. Hotel was like, for the mid-2000s, mm-hmm. was people's gold standards of, like, indie rock. Like, you okay. met other, like, and these are massive quotes, met other indie people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, a, flexing a those fingers. A moniker that means absolutely nothing, but also everything, depending on who you're talking to and the context that it's being set in. Yeah. But, like, Neutral Milk Hotel was the sign, like, you were in the know, that you knew what was up. Um, and <laughs> cool. eventually it became, you know, it became super popular. It became a band that everybody knew. Colbert's talking about it on the Colbert Report and shit. Like, really? it's, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so it became like an, you know, an, an incredibly popular band, but that used to be the gold standard of like, cause it was also a mythos about how the band sort of broke up and that they, everyone disappeared. I mean, recently they've done a couple of tours in the past couple of years. I have friends that have seen them three or four times, but cool. that was when we were like adults and we were in high school. It was like, no one knew where he was. I mean, he just like, you know, retired and was just living. But people like no one knew where he was and all the band members are like scattered across the earth. Like no one knows where they are. And uh, but then eventually, you know, again, they got popular enough that they came back. They've done a couple of tours. I'm sure they'll nice. still do more in the future. But yeah. 
I feel like I just have to mention my love for Death Cab on an episode about. Oh, man, I'm a massive Death Cab for Cutie fan. Dude, I can't same... believe I didn't mention them. Dude, you know what's yeah, crazy? Death Cab for Cutie is one of those original mixtape bands. I've been yeah. into Death Cab for Cutie for a minute. I was in. I got into Postal Service before I got into Death Cab. Too. Wow! I made the opposite. I made the backpedal transition. Postal Service was the first band I ever listened to while high. Oh, the first time I ever got high, I listened to the Postal Service. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was dope. I uh, I I love that album so much. Yeah, and I, I, I would say it's a perfect album. I, I discovered them. Listen to it top to one of the few albums that I listen to the entire thing top to bottom. Dude, I discovered them months after their one reunion tour that's ever going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I was I was like a little livid until I just, you, you should know, also follow uh, the other half. That's not uh, Ben Gibbard uh, of Postal Service. Dentel. He's mm-hmm. really good. I've listened to quite a bit of his stuff. It's mostly instrumentals, like Jay Dilla style shit. Sure. But it's really good. Much like I said to you about the Decemberists before we started recording, uh, not venturing into that other half of the postal service yeah. is one of those things that like every time it, it crosses my radar, I'm like, I, gotta, I really got to do that. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm like sleeping on this. Yeah. No, Dentel's definitely dope. He is in his own right, a very famous electronics, electronic music producer. I mean, Hey, if, he does a lot of like beats and stuff as well. He's yeah. very popular in his own right. But yeah. I, I agree with that previous statement though. That That is, that's a perfect album. I think AM is a perfect album, but I, I they they they'd fall more into alternative yeah but uh and what else i i'm tempted to say torches but there's like there's a few in there that i don't remember well enough to say with confidence <laughs> that you would have to vouch for later if someone played it and said you tell me this is perfect but the last 3 times in the last like year and a half that somebody's pulled out a vinyl copy of torches and i've been <laughs> like yeah just put it on like come on like <laughs> all right well we got comedy shows to get to man yeah man it's time dude, pleasure having you so fun man yeah, dude, i had a, I, such a fun time being here and like I say to all the comedy homies, workshop. Think think of uh, other guilty pleasures you think yeah, you can man, talk I'll about. Yeah, man, definitely be back. Gotta, I got a, a couple. We can do. Have you back on? We can return. Do it. Do an anime one. We can do. Uh, I could do a rap music one where I talk about how I kind of like trap and shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Let's, let's, let's get it. it. I'll be back. What uh, do your plugs, man? What do you got going on? All right. Um, I'm at Devin Bramble on Twitter. I'm like trying to get active on Twitter. So please uh, follow me and like my stuff and uh, obey my every command. Uh, that will be really fun. Um, I'm also <laughs> at Devin Bramble on Instagram. Um, and if you could follow me there, that'd be fantastic. I'm uh, the curiously careless comedy of Devin Bramble. Just search Devin Bramble on Facebook. Search Devin Bramble everywhere. Uh, go to the CVS parking lot and yell Devin Bramble. Um, just put me into the universe. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, if, if you're in New York City or Long Island and you have the opportunity to see uh, Devin, pl- please see Devin. I, I mean, yeah. you know this. You know I'm a big fan of your stand-up. Yeah, so just please come it, out. Likewise. Please come out guys uh you'll probably awesome. at any time like if you go outside you'll hear my voice just emanating <laughs> yeah. walk towards it and i'll be somewhere <laughs> doing comedy or just drunkenly yelling at a friend in a parking lot hell yeah well same as always folks 
uh, guiltypleasurepersonals at gmail.com. I got my first fan mail recently. <laughs> Boy, do I feel like a special bean. Wait, it was an email, right? Yeah, it was just somebody being like, hey, I was on a 15-hour road trip, and I uh, listened to a bunch of episodes, and That's I think awesome. you got some. You know what I mean? It was just, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just yeah, kind. Yeah. It was just kind. Uh, so definitely hit me up there, uh, for other reasons, not just, uh, being nice. You know, if you're looking to be on the show or, or whatever, got constructive criticism, hit me there. We got you on Instagram. Uh, we got the merch available now, the guilty pleasure, personal shirts, 25 bucks. If you're freezing cold, I mean, you could find cheaper shirts. Very soft shirt. You heard it here first folks. And, uh, and Facebook guilty pleasure, personals, uh, pretty easy. And uh, check us out and thank you for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Mm -hmm.